Well, you could tell today was our first day back from vacation, but it was a fun show. Yeah! We had, we found out someone had some great news over the holiday weekend, or holiday week. So I found out my wife spends a gajillion <laughs> dollars on eye cream. And uh, I'm sure we did other stuff. Had a good had a good trash flash sent in as well, and hit a podcast, Mark, as well. That's right. A lot of stuff, a lot of ground to cover, and you'll hear about it all right now on the podcast. You always said we would. Kelly and Wood. Uh, in today's HR Files, a little bit different. We actually have a caller on the phone with us right now who wants to ask you a question, Zen Zen. Let's do it. Um, about something that happened at work or a work party. We'll let her explain. Right. She wanted to come on here and explain it herself strict, straight from her so we don't screw it up. Uh, Mandy, what's going on? Why do you need uh, Brian Zen Zen's help in the HR Files? Well, so this past summer, I had a little fling at a friend's wedding. Congratulations. Um, and... Yeah, <laughs> and it was just a fling. Like, we didn't stay in touch, nothing like that. It was just that one time, like, no big deal. But here's where the problem comes in. So I got this email the other day at work that we have a new manager. And the new manager is the guy that I hooked up with. <laughs> Good guy. And I don't report. Yeah, exactly. Like, seriously, what are the chances? It's like an episode of Seinfeld <laughs> no. or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going, what do I do? Is is this okay? I don't report directly to him, but he is obviously above me. So I don't know what to do. We, we've talked about some of this stuff before. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, it sounds like this, uh, you know, obviously fling happened outside of work. You didn't know there was going to be a, you didn't know there was going to be a workplace relationship upcoming you know manager to employee um like a previous i guess relationship whatever you want to call it i mean i'm not going to get into like real specific terms um anything like that that you had in the past like if you came to me as hr and just said hey you know we just hired matt and i want you to know that i had was a We've had a fling in the past. Is there any sort of issue that you see? You know, we're not currently dating or anything like that. Um, I wouldn't, as HR, I would say, I don't see an issue with this. I appreciate you bringing it to my Mm -hmm. attention. Um, Even if he was your direct supervisor, there's nothing ongoing. So, I mean, it's not to say that you couldn't work for someone that you had a relationship with. 10 years ago as an employee it might be a little it, completely okay. understand that it might be awkward um <laughs> but you know yeah. as professionals hopefully that's something that you guys could get past now that would give you you know maybe an additional chance to say hey can i not report even through a secondary manager to this person because i feel awkward about it right right okay now i have a question for you mandy i like yeah. this this happened in summer are there any yeah. sort of feelings at all? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. Is, like, I don't regret it, whatever it happened, but no. Is it no, a, I, I would never see myself with him. Is it like a mutual thing? Like, he wasn't, like, trying to text you, like, hey, girl, what's up? And you were just ignoring him? Like, it's just a mutual, hey, that was fun, seeing the funny papers. It was a, it was a mutual fun. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Have you talked to him yet since he started? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> like, no, I don't know what to do. So he has no idea that you work there. No, 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 no. He, I think he knows. Okay. I think he knows. Um, but I think I, I mean, we passed each other in the hall, and you know, we kind of looked at each other and did a double take, but that's about it. 
Ooh. Oh, that'd be so awkward. <laughs> uh, prediction corner? Can we put, up, put, in, put this in prediction corner. They're going to end up hooking up again. Now, Mandy, that's, I'm not saying anything against your character. It just sounds like, you know. That's just how it happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mandy, I really do appreciate you coming on here and allowing us to uh, share your voice. You know, a lot of people are yeah. a little worried about this uh, segment. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much, and uh, good luck, and enjoy work. Yeah. Thank you. Coming up in minutes with Kelly and Wood. All right, we got the Kelly and Wood voicemail on the way next. We asked you if you won the lottery, would you share your winnings with anybody? And then we're going to follow that up immediately with the trash flash. It's all on the way. Kelly and Wood. All right, win the intern's lunch. We have Josh sitting on hold right now, ready to play. Josh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, here's how it works. So Wood asked our intern, AJ, a few questions uh, a while back and recorded his responses. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to tell you the same questions that we asked him, and you just have to guess, will he get the answers right or wrong? Okay. All right, so the first question here, I asked intern AJ, how many U.S. states start with new? Will he get that right, or will he get it wrong? Uh, I'll go wrong. Okay. Wrong? All Faith right. in the kid. <laughs> hey, let's hear what AJ said. How many states start with the word new? Oh, that's tough. Uh, you want me to name them or just how many? Well, yeah. Let's see what you got. New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico. Uh, I think that's it. Three. Oh, final answer. Final answer. How'd you forget New York? I was gonna say that was like, the only one I knew. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Man, what are we gonna do? Yeah. All right, you got the first one. You just got to get best two out of three. Okay. So you're still alive here. Uh, I'm going to test intern AJ's uh, pop music trivia here. I asked him, Jordan and Jonathan Knight were both part of a musical group. Will he get that right or wrong? I'll go wrong. Wrong? All right, let's see. Jordan and Jonathan Knight were two of the five of these. Oh, wow. I answer if he doesn't get (laughs) it. No, please. Uh, Boy band? Some boy yeah, band? What new? new what, what, what boy band? <laughs> new Kids on the Block? Wow, you oh! gave it to him! Erroneous! <laughs> Do we, we let him have that? I feel like we steered him to the answer. You steered him towards it. too much, yeah. You didn't see it, but Kelly was actually doing like the running man dance in here. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? We'll give him a shot here. It's a new year. We're going to yeah. give Josh a shot here. Josh, uh, last question here. I asked intern AJ... According to Smells.com, this is one of the five best smells. Will he be able to get the new in that? Um, No. All right. All right, let's see. According to Smell.com, this is one of the five best smells. Uh, (laughs) New, 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 uh, new apple. (laughs) <laughs> Where does that land on the list, Wood? Is that even a top ten? Not on the first A page. I bet I know what it is. What? New car. New car? New- yeah! Oh. AJ did not get it. Oh. I had to help with that one. Old Apple. Good New night. Apple. Never- is that even a play- smell? <laughs> I don't think so. In his world, maybe, so... <laughs> Well, you got it, man. You took the food right out of AJ's mouth this morning and win the intern's lunch. Awesome. Kelly and Wood. 
So Wood was telling us how he was shocked to find out that his wife was spending $110 on a half an ounce of eye cream. That's a lot. Which was, it has me dizzy. That's a lot. But uh, Danielle, I believe, was texting in, and she said, hey, something amazing happened to me over the holidays. So, hello? Hey, guys. Hey. I got engaged over the holiday. Oh, very cool. Congratulations. All right. Well, a couple of questions. (laughs) How long were you and this guy dating? About two and a half years. Perfect timing. Were you expecting it? Yes, I was expecting it a year ago, but I mean, (laughs) I mean, it's, I'm very happy. I'm on cloud nine. Now, my theory is you have to wait two years to know if it's true love or not. I've, I've explained this oh, before. Here we go. When you first get into a relationship, it's all about chemicals in the brain. You're literally chemically addicted to that person. After two years, those chemicals wear off, and that's when you see if it's true love. So maybe your boyfriend, now fiancé, subscribed to the same thought process. Well, I've never heard that before, but I am intrigued. <laughs> Look at him. You don't have to lie to him. It's, it's, it's absolute fact. Not it's that intriguing. <laughs> now, let me ask you: Was that your Christmas present? Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, I mean, he gave me other small things. Um, you know, he has a big family, so we don't really go crazy with presents for one another. But he got me a couple of small things, and then he um, there's like a small box, and then I opened it, and then you know what? I was engaged. So he did it in front of all your family? He did, and he Ooh, asked risky. my dad beforehand. So, he, yeah. he what? He asked my dad beforehand. Oh, so nice. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Now, can I be... This is the trust tree, all right? We like, to, we like to have Always. the trust tree here. As a female, I know you're excited that you got engaged and you got your ring, but don't you feel a little ripped off that he kind of double-dipped and used that as your Christmas present? I mean, I get that totally. I think I was just waiting for it for a really long time, so I was excited. But yeah, I mean, I would have preferred, um, you know, in a couple of months or a couple of months ago, and then got a new car. Like, you know, okay. um, the same thing. <laughs> it's not the price is right. <laughs> just, just when I thought I'd never met anyone more shallow than Wood. Oh, uh, how dare Danielle you? Danielle steps into our lives. You know what I'm saying? Hey, all right, <laughs> get, let's get engaged to Thanksgiving. Then I can still get a Peloton Wait, or not something. Not everyone is about the gifts at the holiday season. <laughs> Not, I don't. I don't care if I get anything. I hope I don't get anything. I don't want people wasting their money. Oh, stop! I'm, I'm a, no. I'm about. I'm about. Christmas is about family and togetherness. I don't care about the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so what now? You have you guys? Have you guys set a date or anything? No, 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 no. I mean, we're. I mean, we just. You know, this just happened over the holidays, so we're just celebrating and can't stop looking at the ring and that's about it so far but i'm excited to start planning did you help him pick out the ring or did he just go freestyle on it no did you know that you can send little notes um like a suggestion um on it's like i think it's like this thing called drop a hint and so i knew what i wanted and then it'll suddenly send them an email being like hey have you seen this ring really really yeah I need to hear more about this. So, does it send it as if it's like an advertisement? Like, hey, here's a beautiful ring. Does it do it like that? I actually don't know how it works on his end, but basically, if you go on the Tiffany's website, and then you're looking at rings, and then it'll say, drop a hint, and then you put in his email address. I should probably ask him, Um, but yeah, and it'll send him like a little hint. I don't know what the hint looks like. That's genius. but, But yeah, I don't, it was, I got what I wanted. Perfect. Good for you. Hey, sometimes you got to create our own destiny. (laughs) It needs a push sometimes, right? (laughs) Exactly. So you get along with his family and everything like that? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Um, It was hard at the beginning because his sister is a Scientologist, but 
she's um we've 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 worked through it but Hello, surprising yeah, I get twist. along with her so what is she trying it's does, been a long journey does she try and like recruit you or something no i mean no it's just like really uncomfortable because she like will talk about it and all of us are just cringing um <laughs> i think it's just really uncomfortable, but I really like her as a person, but it's just, she's a Scientologist, so it's weird, but yeah, it is. I like her. All right. Hey, you marry, you don't marry just him. You marry the family too. That's right. Yeah, but I've watched like all these documentaries about Scientology, so I feel like she's going to wake up pretty soon here. Uh, maybe. You know? mm. If not, tell Tom Cruise we said hi. Kelly and Wood. All right, so everybody makes their New Year's resolutions, and, you know, sometimes they last, sometimes they don't. New Year, new me. Did you make any wood? Uh, I just have some work stuff that no one would really truly care about, just goals that I want to get done, stuff like that. I I try to set smaller goals. Right. And then, like, part of larger goals. Like, I want to do this to get to that. Right, that makes sense. But, you know, when you keep it so vague, then it's tough. Right. What about you, Brian Riley? I didn't set anything. I'm, I'm kind of like wood. Just more like work related. Because if you do the other stuff, it's just, you let yourself down. Right. Then you got, yeah. You got a bad opinion of yourself. Well, it becomes tough. You know, instead right. of using, oh, I'm going to lose 100 pounds. Well, start at five. You know, yeah. I like to hit five pounds by the end of this month and then go from there. At least that's how I do it. But I have a list here of the top 10 uh, most common New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to see how many you can guess here. Okay. Hey, what? How many can you guess? Uh, we don't we'll, do the whole thing. We'll just focus on the top five. I guarantee quit smoking. It's got to be on there. It is. Number seven, though. Oh, okay. I'm actually surprised. I didn't think that many people smoked anymore. But those that do, I probably want to. Right. They probably want to quit. Definitely losing weight has to be number one. That is. Exercise, lose weight, number one. But, like, eating healthy. I think that's probably the same thing. Probably lose thing. weight. Yeah. Um, be happier? I don't know, dude. I didn't know that you were going to quiz me like this. Well, come on I'm, now. I thought you were just going to give them to me straight, doctor. Be happier? Not on there. That's pretty fair. <laughs> <laughs> don't cry today. I guess, I guess that's, a, that's a personal one. <laughs> Kelly cranks the car on. <laughs> I will put the garage door up. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, well, other, one, other guesses? Uh, <laughs> what about... Um, All right, good job, Vincent <laughs> Agent. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to because, like I said, I don't save money. Oh, All that's right. a good one. That is on there. Like right, pay there. off debt. That's number six. Save more money, spend said, less money. You said quit smoking was number six. I don't know. That's number seven. Oh, okay. Uh, but here we'll run down the list. Quit here. drinking. Stop uh, drinking. Number ten. Yeah, that's, so, that's not a very popular one. <laughs> uh, read more on there. My wife. My wife read a hundred books last year. Good lord. What a nerd. No. Um, I'm just shocked she stays with you. Right. Probably she's, she's probably reading in books of what could be. Uh, travel more. How to leave your husband in 10 uh, steps. Spend more time with family and friends. Uh, also, live life to the fullest. That's the most BS one. That's right generic. There. Yeah. What does that mean? And no one does that. Uh, learn you do a, that for about a day. Learn a new skill or hobby. And then the last one we missed, get organized. Mm. Yikes. Uh, well, well, let's be real here. If you're not organized at this point in time in your life, yeah. and you're like throwing that on the list, it's just it ain't happening. Right. You're just, that's just your style then. Right. You either are or not that kind of... Like, I was that person who just had 37 pages shoved in a book at school. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not organizing. I'll flip through it. Even now, when I'm back in school, I have just a mishmash of papers. That, that's my daughter. I, she was getting her stuff ready for school the other day after Christmas break. I was like, Presley... How do you find anything in this backpack? She's like, I got a system. That's it. <laughs> I know where it way. is. I'm the I, same way. I'm like, what is that system? 
even when I was in high school, I knew if I had something for like my literature class, I'd fold it up and put it in my back left pocket. Right. That was where it was. <laughs> and I tell you, you're only one trip to the washing machine from being totally hosed. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Wood made a shocking discovery over the holidays. I still can't believe this. If uh, you're friends with me on Facebook, you saw that I put this up. God love my wife. I have no idea the amount of heavy lifting that she puts into her health regimen, right? right? And beauty and all that stuff. Usually when she's getting ready for bed, I'm long asleep. Our paths really don't cross. The other night, I was staying up, enjoying myself, and I walk by, and she is slapping on more paint. Now, she's giving me a hard time. Getting ready for bed, or y'all are headed out? Getting getting ready for bed. Okay. And like a face mask? She's giving me a hard time before where she said that, you know, I need to put lotion on my face at night. Yeah. Because I'm getting wrinkly. Which, <laughs> out there, you Ouch. Ma'am. So, I, I even said to her, I said, you know what? Hey, here. Go ahead. Pass me that. I'm going to go ahead and slap some on here. Make you happy. She's no, don't use that one. That's my that's my good stuff. And so I said, "What am I not worth the good stuff?" Right, especially because you're trying to cover for lost ground for years of not moisturizing. You need the good stuff. Now this thing, and I'm looking at it right here. It's a half fluid ounce. Good God, it's very small. That's tiny. She said, "Look, this came in one of my beauty boxes. I do you you do not touch this. It's very expensive." Okay. Now, half fluid ounce. How how expensive could this be? I feel like you would use that in one like one application. How much do you think you would spend on a half fluid ounce of eye cream? Uh, how much would I spend, or how much would an expensive? Like, how much would you think expensive is? I I don't know. Ten dollars. I I was thinking for maybe for, twenty bucks. That's for a half. We're talking a half ounce here, though. Half ounce. What do you? A little dabble, do you? I guess. One hundred and ten dollars. What the hell? One hundred and ten dollars for this stuff. What in the world? I honest to God, I told her I, this may be the most expensive thing in our home. What's in it? I have no idea. Uranium, <laughs> gold flakes, <laughs> and so I put it on Facebook, and literally, I, I was shocked at how many females were defending it and be like, "Oh, actually, it's on sale right now. It's like forty, forty percent off. It's still too much." Yeah, I. <laughs> I feel bad because I, if my wife spent that much on some eye cream... I bet you she is. Behind I your back. Do you think so? How do you know? And this is my thing. You have no idea... That's true. ...what she's spending on. And like, I'm not criticizing my wife. I get it. Oh, no, no. But it, still. But it is shocking to me that it's $110. I don't think that my wife would have... Would, would, I don't think her conscience would let her spend $110 on eye cream. I bet you there is something your wife is spending money on that would shock you. Like, behind, not even behind your back, just that she spends that much money on that you just pay no attention to. Now, my poor wife has been drugged through the ringer because mm-hmm. I've lost multiple jobs. Right. So, like, she never gets her nails done or anything like that. Not, you know? My wife, neither. She doesn't really get her hair done. Well, I mean, her hair is growing back from chemotherapy now, but even before then, mm-hmm. she never really went out and got her hair done. But I, I, I would hide... I would be, I would lose it if she was spending 110 on something like that. Because I, you know, I, I, how we doing this? And of course, instantly my wife is. Well, look how much money you spend on shoes. That All is right, fine. That is true, and that should be her doing that. All right, fine. You have a solid counterpoint, but I mean, 110 dollars for a half ounce. That is, that's borderline. That's like crack cocaine's prices. Your wife, if if anything, could be like, how much do you lose gambling? And that, that would instantly shut What are you, the IRS? Because I know you don't want her poking her nose around that. All of a sudden, I just back out of the room. Look, 
<laughs> Fine. You got yours. I got mine. Did I sell it in an ounce? Let's go. Let's go our separate ways here, babe. <laughs> it's. I mean, but my my thought is always: Is it really worth that? Is it worth a hundred and ten dollars? Now, to be fair, she did. Could you it, slap some Vaseline on your eyes and be done with it? She did get it in like some beauty box thing that she buys every month. And God knows how much is that. I the hell if I know. You gotta get you gotta get hand in that house, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to start poking around right. my hand. You gotta be really careful. You know, it's maybe it's just like an easy embargo. Michelle of, texting in. Depending on what's in the cream, she could look young forever. That's true. What What would that ingredient be, Michelle? I would love to know what ingredient that is. The fountain of youth. Yeah, because I boy. Whew. I can understand why you hit the ceiling over that one. Wow. You know, but that's the thing. I think every couple has like these little things that they keep from one another that maybe they spend a little Kelly, how much do you spend on booze? Not hundred and ten a Kelly. month. I guarantee you not hundred and ten a month. I've seen Kelly. He buys the bottom shelf. <laughs> All his bottles are plastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So and <laughs> wine in boxes. You can't get Silver Wolf in a in a glass bottle. Yeah, all his bottles bounce. I think he's all right there. I, there's no way I spend 110 a month in booze. There's uh, no way. Uh, Stacy Texan, how long does that bottle last? Because then you would divide it out and see. Maybe it's not that expensive. Now, uh, to be fair, like she showed me how much she used. It's just a little dap. I mean, it is not much. Right. So well, I can't imagine. That's insane. Mitch says that he gets accused of splurging on something in his relationship. What is it? I splurge on a lot of... Uh, my wife says I have a bad habit of uh, uh, coffee cups, coffee mugs, tumblers, stuff like that. How many well, how you got? And flash, coolers and flashlights. I probably have about 30 <laughs> tumblers. 30? <laughs> yeah. Your so wife is wife right. I should get rid of some... What, uh, how many coolers do you have? Oh, about 10, 12. <laughs> how long are you leaving the house at a time? <laughs> well, there's some days we leave for 10, 15 days in our camper. Oh, oh wow. okay, then you need it. Oh, you brought it back a little bit, but. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I found this incredibly interesting. We all heard what about Albert Einstein when he was in school? Failed math. Failed math, right? You've heard this, Brian Riley? Yep. It's a lie. Albert Einstein never failed a mathematics class. As a matter of fact, when he read in an article one time that he had failed math, he said, I never failed in mathematics. Before I was 15, I had mastered differential and integral calculus. Me too. Right. We don't even know what that is. And he had mastered it already. He said he did, however, fail his first entrance exam into the Swiss Federal Polyethnic School. Can't even say I know. None of these words (laughs) are making sense to me right now. Uh, When he was two years younger than his fellow students, but scored exceedingly well in mathematics and science section, then passed on his second attempt. So, Albert Einstein never failed math. Hmm. You, is, you know what's weird about Albert Einstein? That hair? That. But don't you feel like he died in the 1800s? No. I, like, I didn't. I, I never felt like Albert Einstein existed in the 1900s. Because he died in 1955. Did you know that? Well, he was around for the. He helped with the A bomb, right? I'm not sure if he did. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did. Because I thought he was against it. I thought he wrote a letter to the president that said, hey, we don't want this. I think he wrote a letter saying we should never use it. But and here's I, how to do it. There's actually a movie coming out about the that whole thing, the Oppenheimer stuff yeah. that looks really. It's um, I think it, it looks really good. I think it's coming out this summer. 
It's just crazy to think that Albert Einstein was like teaching classes at Harvard in the 40s and stuff. I, I could have some of those details wrong, but did he teach at Harvard? I don't know. He was teaching. <laughs> <laughs> and Harvard is like the only like high-end school I can think of. What's that? What's that? Princeton? I don't know. Yale? Sure. Yeah. But anyway, but it's weird. He was teaching college cl- courses in the 1940s. I'll be real with you, though. If I walked yep. in and my professor had a haircut like that, I... No, I I'd be like this is a, no, I'd be this is the smartest guy ever because he doesn't care about anything, his appearance, his hygiene. You, you can't run a comb through it. That would be the hardest class. You walk in, you see that guy, you're like, oh, I'm, I know I'm going to fail. Yeah, this class is going to suck. <laughs> he, a, a lot of geniuses look like that. He taught at Princeton from 1933 to 1955. Okay. I was close. So he was a professor. Right. I sure hope so. The guy was the smartest man in the world. But I'm just point. saying, can you imagine? So that means somebody alive today was probably taught... I mean, they'd be old as hell, but they were taught by (laughs) Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. What a weird accomplishment that would be in your life. What if you failed his class? That would be, like, you have that How would you not? I'm sure a lot of people did. That's what I'm saying. You think he was grading on a curve, like, (laughs) lifting up the moron in the back? Either way, I found that interesting that he never failed math. Now we know. Mm. He didn't like this one. Okay, well, I thought it was interesting. I'm just saying, run a comb through it. Come on. All right, well, (laughs) you know what? I'll have another one for you tomorrow, and the day after that, and the day after that, because this is what I do. I find things interesting nobody else does, and sometimes, <laughs> baby, it's that big. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Maine, Minnesota, population 686. Pretty cool fact here, it was named after an early settler who lived originally in Maine, and also the home of Supreme Court Justice William Douglas back in 1898. A lot of history in Maine, Minnesota, and that's why they get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on that trashy scale. We're headed to... Yes, thank you again, Ashley, for sending this one into the Kelly and Wood Facebook page. We are in Florida when 911 got a phone call and there was no one on the line. Now, as you imagine, that's not a good thing, right? That could be scary. So, of course, 911 said, hey, we're going to send out some officers and check it out. What's going on? When they did, deputies pulled up to the home and found that the side door was wide open. When they went inside, they found a male and a female inside the home loading things up. Guns? No, just loading oh. things up. The possessions inside. Okay, okay. When the deputies were started asking some questions, they recognized the gentleman. In fact, well, he was wanted from burglaring a nearby Dollar General store earlier that day. As authorities began to ask him questions, his story started to fall apart. That's when the female said, can you guys just help us move this stuff? Also, we're going to need a ride to the airport. We need to fly to New York. They're asking the police for this? Asking the police officers to help move the goods out of the home and then give them a ride. Mm -hmm. Well, as authorities began to do more investigating, sure enough, the gentleman was the one wanted from earlier that day. And by the way, the home that they were in was not their home. (laughs) They were burglaring the home and asking law enforcement to help rob the building well as you can imagine the deputies though did help out they said absolutely we'll give you a ride we're not going to the airport though you missed our exit we're going to the pokey 
Both were arrested. He was arrested not only for burglaring the house, but also breaking in or stealing from the Dollar Tree. And then also she was taken to jail for, you know, stealing from the home. Boy, why would you rob a Dollar Tree? Uh, by the way, they did. They said, why, why did they call 911? The girlfriend actually called 911 to ask police to help them move the stuff. Oof. And the boyfriend said, hey, I don't know if we should be calling 911. <laughs> and that's when she didn't hang up the phone and just set it down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Holy cow. I'm not going to lie to you. I just hope to God these two don't have children. A a calamity of errors, if you will. Yeah. Because if these two do have children, that kid's going to rob me. I just know it. (laughs) Are you ready to give this one a score, sir? Come on. All right. So we got uh, calling the police from inside a house that's not yours. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll start there. Okay. Now, how about robbing a Dollar General? That's trashy, man. Like, what did you get away with? That was so great. And probably $5 worth of stuff. Right. All right. So we're going to do robbing a Dollar General. I'm going to give that 150 points. Now, mm-hmm. nothing against Dollar General. I I'm like just saying, it. why would you rob it? Then calling police from a house that you're robbing at the time. That's trashy. 175 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, asking the police to help you move stolen goods. That's real trashy. God dang, that's trashy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that 200 points. Um, asking for a ride to the airport. Trashy. Another 150 points. Mm-hmm. Both of them were arrested, correct? Oh, yeah. 750, seven, or 75, 75. Mm-hmm. What am I missing here, Wood? Is that it? <sighs> points are the points, man. Okay, look. We, we can't start faking the points now. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I could, this one gets a good score. I Shout think out to like, Ashley who sent this into the Kellywood Facebook page. Yeah, if you ever see one of these stories, please send mm-hmm. it to us. We love them. Are you ready for today's score, Wood? Come on. Today, our couple calling the police from a stolen house. Stolen house? house. <laughs> uh, what, you know what I mean. Earns themselves a respectable 825 points. Well, normally this is when we would give you our most streamed clip, which would be a clip from the day before that got the most streams on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been gone for, I don't even know how many days, 11 or something, 14? I don't know. It was a few. It was a, it was a hot stretch. It was a few. But we hit an amazing goal that I just wanted to share with everyone that I that I've had my eagle eyes on. Like mm-hmm. I haven't I've been texting you nonstop about it. So we can check podcast statistics obviously and see how many we're getting or whatever. And it's pretty cool. So we started posting our podcast just uh 25 months ago, just a little over 2 years ago. And it was pretty cool because on uh I believe it was Monday, we hit 200,000 downloads. And I remember a couple months ago, I told you, like, we get to 200,000 by the start of the new year. I didn't think we would. I, I really didn't think we would because it's kind of weird, like, the way that it goes. Like, some days we'll get a lot, and then the, some days we won't mm-hmm. get any, and whatever. That part, I guess, probably isn't that interesting, but it's just cool to see because we have, like, tons of downloads in Canada now and just all over, just all over the country, like, Connecticut. Minnesota is always first, then North Dakota, and then it's like Connecticut, Nevada. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's neat to see. And hitting that mark for me in two years, like it's I mean, like a really successful podcast gets millions of downloads a day. So it's not like we're like, oh my God, we made it. We've no. arrived. But to get 200,000 downloads, especially for a show this size, you know, it's not like we're a huge morning show and we don't have a big team of people working. It's me and you. Right. Brian and Riley helps out. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Brian Riley does. And our interns help out. Mm-hmm. AJ helps out. A lot, but I'm just saying that to hit that goal for me was pretty awesome, man. Like it was a, it was I don't know, it just felt really cool to see. And that's why starting on you know different markets at 97 uh, Kick in Grand Forks, KJ right. Country in Fergus Falls, you know, to be there because we understand like you have to be able to be available 
because we understand people's listening habits, especially with COVID, got disrupted. Right. Like, people weren't going to work in the mornings anymore. How do you still hang out with people in the mornings? Well, it's very simple. The Kelly and Wood podcast. You can text in the word podcast to all the stations that we that we are on. Just text in the word podcast. There's no space in there. It'll kick you back a direct link. And then you can listen whenever you want. And we talk about it a lot at this time in the mornings. It's good you get out of the car or maybe your kids' schools like are delayed this morning or yeah. maybe your kids aren't at school this morning. You can always catch up with the show and listen whenever it's best for you because podcasts make it that way. And right. it's very simple. It's very easy. And the 200,000 is a big goal, man. And that's main your baby. It has been since yeah. we started because there would be days where like in the beginning we get 20 downloads. And I'd be like, oh, dude, we got 20 today. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And now it's, you know, it's just, I don't know. It was a neat goal. And I feel, I, I just want to say like a, an honest to God, sincere thank you yeah. uh, for everyone who's who's done that. Because a lot of people will tell us like, oh, we save them up for the weekend. Then we listen. Oh, we're, we're going on a road trip. So we're saving up your podcast to listen. It means the world to us. It does, man. It, it's so cool, man. It, this is just, I was thinking about this over the holiday break. I am enjoying my well, quote unquote job more than I ever have in my life. Oh yeah, and I think you know what it is. Uh, here's let me let me pull back the curtain a little bit. Mm. I've been fired from multiple radio stations, and I, when I look back, I'm like, maybe I did when the when the station flip format. I, there was nothing I could do about that. Right. They went from hip hop to Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Uh, my wife does. But, Hola, it's me, right, Kellyo. <laughs> For my next hit of Menudo. This guy's played eight Menudo songs in a row. But anyway, so like did that, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe the second job that I was let go from or the subsequent jobs I didn't get, maybe I wasn't working as hard as I should have. I just thought I was. And now you and I work really hard to try and make something every morning and, and it's paying off and it just feels so good. It there's does. there's never been a time in my life where I've been excited to get back to work. Never. Even mm-hmm. when I was on the hip hop station and I had a number one show, all that stuff, didn't look forward to going back to work. But today, even driving in the most treacherous of conditions, putting my life on the line for you, Woods. That's what you do. I couldn't wait to get here, man. It's just, it's a cool feeling. So, I don't know. This is probably a real, super boring thing to talk about, and I apologize for that. But uh, it's really cool that we hit that mark. And seriously, if you call in, if you text in, if you be part of the show, you don't realize how much better you make that show and how much we love hanging out with you. So, this isn't a love letter or anything, but it, it, we like to share our accomplishments with everyone because right. we wouldn't be here without people listening and being part of the show because y'all make the show. 100%. You really truly do. 100%. So thank you for that milestone. Now, next, 300,000. Come on. Can we can we do 3 can we get to 300,000 in a year, do you think? I think we get there by the end of July. Do you think so? Come on. Put it up in prediction corner, man. We'll see what happens. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We just kind of caught back up on some things that went on while we were on vacation. It was a little different. It was, including an amazing brisket I made. <laughs> you really do? I, not not I, that kind of show. No, not at all. I just appreciate good meat. What's, what's wrong with that? What's wrong it. with that? Come on! I'm sure we talked about some other stuff, too. I was so hopped up on caffeine and nervous for my drive-in. I don't remember any of it. So, we shall discover it together. Kelly and Wood. I was going to try and say hands at 10 and 2, and here we go. But I learned mm-hmm. by getting my new driver's license uh, two That's weeks no ago. That's no good anymore. You don't do 10 and 2 because the airbag. Mm-hmm. is 9 and 3 now. Right. Yeah. I do one finger. I do. Oh. Oh, Lord <laughs> have mercy. Not that kind of show. Hell no. It's, it's a brand new year. 2023, and we ain't going to start like that. By the way, I would like to point out, Tony, it's a little early for you to kick us square in the huevos. What did he Tony text say? In, he says, how's the weather in central Minnesota? It's Tony. From Florida. Listen to you guys every morning. It's 71 right now down here. Does he live there or is he just yeah, visiting? he lives down there. 
He moved down there in June. Take us with you. Please come back and get me. <laughs> nah, because you know what? You know what I would be doing if we lived in Florida in the summertime? I'd be complaining about the heat. But here's the thing. Like, my brother right now in Alabama, there's a line of storms that had him in his basement at like 4 a.m. this morning because of tornado warnings and everything. Yeah. So as much as we want to complain, and it does suck at times to get out there because we are getting... a. Cr- and somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I've only been here, what, 10-something years. Yes. This seems... Like an A load of snow. It's a this lot. Early. It's a lot. What do you mean this early in the year or this early in this, the world? The winter season because my... Dude, it's January. My wall, though... Oh, yeah. ...is already nipple high. I, my wife was asking yesterday. She's like, how high can we stack this? I'm like, well, you got to throw it because otherwise pretty soon you can't see when you're coming out of your driveway. Right. It's going to be like a, you know, roulette wheel. <laughs> right. Just gunning it out and being like, well, I hope nobody's coming. And you got to go to the edge on the driveway. I had to do my own driveway yesterday, and then I had to go do my mom's airplane runway that she calls the driveway mm. yesterday. I was I was wore out, and I was pretty angry at Minnesota on my drive home yesterday. My snowblower yesterday? She's a beast. I, I love that thing. Well, luckily, my mom does have a snowblower. I she, don't. Oh, you got to take it with you then. <laughs> I thought about Just it. Just wheel it up in the back of the truck and <laughs> off you go. I thought about it. Like, mom, you don't even know how to use this. Yeah. I got a question for the snowplow drivers out there. Please. Who, by the way, thank you. Because Highway 10 wasn't even that bad. I mean, it was bad, mm-hmm. but it could have been a lot worse. So thank you to those snowplow drivers who worked through the night. And I know there's a lot of schools that, like, I know Sartell just announced they're going to be two hours late this morning. So, again, make sure you can go to wildcountry99.com and check it out. Andy's clo- uh, closings and everything will be updated as quickly yeah. as possible. So make sure you are checking it out there. So thank you to Andy's towing for that. But do snowplow drivers get maybe the smallest little, I don't know, smirk or happiness or just a little tingle when they see you just getting done shoveling your driveway mm-hmm. and then they put the hump there? And they just come through and just blast it down? I Yesterday I was out shoveling and the snowplow driver was coming and it was almost like he was teasing me. He would come near my house, and then he would go down another street. Just shoot it down. Or then he would back up, and I'd be like, okay, what's he doing? And I gave him a salute. I'm not even lying. I gave him the salute as he came by. Okay. I was like, you know what? I know you're giving me another hour's worth of work here, but thank you for being out there, sir. Only in America. <laughs> I they must get the smallest little, because there's nothing they can do about it. Mm-hmm. they, they got to put the hump there. Right. But it must feel good to see us knuckleheads out there shoveling, and then they just... Hey, if that's the only little bit of joy they get in their eight <laughs> hours of just doing the same thing over and over. Uh, but I will give you, of course they do. Because in my same vein, I was out there yesterday. Shout out to my son, who's actually been helping me shovel lately. Oh, you're so lucky. And he's doing a good job. But I saw him, and he was over there because we kind of do like a walking path in the yard for my wife and the dog. Oh, yeah. And he was working on that. Man, I kind of cranked my little snowblower around. Went through a gigantic pile, and I blasted him. He was just standing there, <laughs> mouth opening everything, <laughs> and just got a douche. like he didn't catch a rock in the mouth or something. If he does, he does. You know, the tooth fairy, what are you going to do? You know, he, and can I bring something up over the winter break? Come on. He lost a tooth. All right. He then, and this is borderline gross, found another tooth somewhere. Whose? That's what that, you better that, run a DNA test on that. That's thing. the question we're all. I was like, is this the dog's tooth? Where did this tooth come from? And he's popping that one under. He said he wanted credit from the tooth fairy for that one too. I will tell you, you know, the tooth fairy, the tooth fairy was way too generous when my kids were younger, mm-hmm. and that set a precedent for oh, yeah. for moving forward. So they would get five dollars per tooth. Mm-hmm. And so my son lost a tooth one time out in the yard, 
And I'll be danged if he wasn't out there for four hours looking for that thing. He was literally combing the grass looking for his tooth because he wanted to make sure he got his five bucks. Honestly? Yeah. I think the tooth fairy should take some words on that one. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little credits. Well, I no, I was just like, I was like, son, if you don't have your tooth, you can't get anything from the tooth fairy. See, just the, the way it works. I've told this story before. You got to be careful where you lose your tooth because the tooth fairy does differ from location to location. Right. When I lost a tooth at my aunt's house, I've told you this before. Oh, yeah. I woke up and I had a book (laughs) underneath my pillow. (laughs) I still remember what book it was. It was that uh, that god-awful book we all had to read in like third grade. What is it? Like The Wilding? Where the guy goes into the wild with like a wolf and a hatchet? I I don't even know what this is. I I don't uh, even understand these words that you're using. Dude, this book, it irritated me. It made me so angry. I hate that book to this day. I forget what it's called. It's like the Wilding or something. It's like this book that everyone's supposed Where to read. Where the wild things are? No. Oh. How old do you think I am? I don't know. Am I 13 flipping through a picture book? I I, I've I, mastered the chapter book at that point in time in my life. I've watched you struggle to read a simple sentence these days, so I don't know where you were at at 13. I, I, oh, this is going to bug me to the death. And I remember the cover. It had that stupid little gold emblem on it that makes it like it's like a Pulitzer or whatever. Right. It I hated like, that book. It sounds like your aunt did a very nice thing. I hated that book so flipping much. I, mean, I remember at your aunt's house. I was so excited. I pel- I peeled back my pillow and there was a book. Oh, you, did you start flipping through the pages? Like, well, there's gotta be a five I, I, I was like, is there like a five dollar bookmark or something here? Hey, no. That was Educate yourself. That hurt my that hurt my heart as a little one. Uh, Pam said, "Into the wild." That's a what call it was. of the wild. I don't remember either one of those. Oh man, no, that was a book report book that we all had to read in like the third grade. You know, uh, like your homework tonight's read chapter three. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh-uh. Right. No. And I remember. I said, "No, this is the tooth fairy book. I'm not reading it." <laughs> it still hurts for spites. If you understood my backstory, you would understand this. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta. You, the tooth fairy differs from house to house. But you know, fine. That's fine. It is what it is. It was still. How was the uh, Christmas? The 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 Christmas? Yeah, for you and the family. It was fantastic, man. Okay. It was my wife got me a new coat that you said was a woman's coat. That is a woman's coat. Dude. It's not a woman's coat. That's a woman's coat. Just because it has fur around the 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 thing. That's a woman's the coat. Hood. No, that's, it's not. That's a woman's. Coat. You know what? You know what I realized when we were at Craigan's Resort for Christmas. We were outside a lot. Mm-hmm. And I realized, I bet they, I bet the settlers put fur around the the, the uh, hood because it blocks wind a little bit, like it diffuses the wind that's coming past your face. And the ladies think it looks nice. <laughs> now the funny thing is, it has removable fur. You can take the fur off the hood. That's but, called putting it into man mode. <laughs> but now on a spite, I'm just leaving it on there. Especially because my my Volkswagen's in the shop right now. Mm-hmm. Dude, I had more car problems over the break than I care to even shake a stick at. Mm. But it was so funny yesterday. I got this. So they gave me like a Buick rental car, like a nice new Buick. Not a rental, but a loaner. Yeah. And yesterday I was getting out of it with my big puffy jacket with my fur. <laughs> I was like, man, I look like a straight pimp. And I'm not talking about like a pimp. I'm talking about like a pimp who works like Hennepin Avenue in downtown Minneapolis. Or a woman. <laughs> One of the two. Or you look like an 83-year-old woman named, you know... Agnes? Yeah, Henrietta getting out to no, go in and get her six eggs for the week. I, I, like, in my head, I could hear, like, hip-hop music playing as I got out of this Buick, this loaded Buick, with my big puffy jacket and my furry hood. I'm being 100% honest. I, I am of the belief that if, if it is a coat with a hooded, a fur hood... 
That's a female jacket. No, it's not, dude. When I was in high school, when I was going to school in the ghetto, you know how many people had, how many dudes had? It was like a gangster thing. Did they rob women for it? No. Like the starter jacket craze? We didn't all grow up privileged like you did. And by the way, not a single person's texting and be like, hey, yeah, I have a hood. No one's texting in that agrees with you either. Uh, I'm taking silence as agreement with me. How was your Christmas, man? Uh, mine was very nice. It was uh, kind of low key. I missed my. I missed honestly, kind of hanging out with my family uh, yeah, I get again. That. Uh, but you know what? Hey, it, it, it is what it is. It was nice. It was honestly, it was kind of nice to be away from work for a while. Yeah, my sleep schedule got totally messed. Oh, up. Oh, dude, mine too. Total, I slept into eleven o'clock one morning. <laughs> Normally, though, we're like getting out of here, and it was like a morning where Andrea had to go to work. Yeah, and. I, I woke up, turned over, and it was 11 o'clock, and where are my kids? I'm in charge of other human beings this morning. I got to get it together. And It's uh, amazing how quickly it can come off the rails. Well, and you get used to it. And, you know, usually when I'm in my work routine on the weekends, I can't sleep in past like 7 o'clock. Like, if I get to 7 o'clock, that's sleeping in. Yeah. But, uh, so I, that was a little tough to get kind of corrected a little bit, but no, it was nice. And I, I, I say it all the time. About a week ago, I was like, dang, I really want to get back to work. It, I really do. It took me till Monday. At Monday, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of ready to be back in a routine. See? It takes me a little longer, but I was sad yesterday, dude, taking down my Christmas decorations. I was so bummed out. I think it's, I also think it was because like 10 days straight of drinking, mm. you know, the serotonin gets a little low at that point. <laughs> so as I was taking down my garland, I'm like, this is a magical Christmas, man. <laughs> Another year gone. This is beautiful. <laughs> uh, people texting in, uh, Aaron, definitely a woman's jacket. Hey, look, just because now- I, I got city style. Just because I got a little city style? Uh, now he needs to get the boots with the fur. Yes. Fine. He does. Pam says- Apple bottom uh, jeans, boots with the fur. Only jacket uh, my dad has has fur on the hood is his old army parka. Well, yeah, that's yeah. war. Okay. You want to go tell him? That's, that's a You want to tell him his army jacket is a woman's jacket? He'll uh, kill you six times before he looks at you. Jen texted in, last Black Friday, I bought my winter coat from the men's section, and it has a removable fur around the hood. Thank you. So there's one saying that her believe, unisex jacket has. That was three, actually. Um, I believe they call that vindication. So. All right. I'll give you credit. You've always taught me you mm-hmm. take you, you take what the company gives you, and then you take one extra day. And, yeah. and I even texted you yesterday. I said, dude, genius. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like, we're back. Tomorrow's Thursday. The, it, the week's over already. When you come back and it's a shorter week, it's easier to ease yourself back into that work Mentality. There's two L- things. What little work we do here. There's two things you've taught me in life that my life will never be the same because of. Mm-hmm. One was the saying, nobody worries till dad worries. That's right. Which became a saying in my family. You always have to do that. And two was taking an extra day of vacation. So you never have to come back right away. Without a doubt. Right. I mean, because and it, it does make everything easier for you because, look, I, coming back from vacation flat out sucks. It does. Especially if you're at one of those jobs where no one does your job while you're gone and you come back and the work has just stacked up and now you've got yourself a lot of extra work and now it's just, all right, hey, cool. We've got to work even harder to get caught back up, right? Right. right. All right. So it's going to suck no matter what. At least give yourself a little coasting to it. And if it's a four-day weekend, three-day weekend, whatever it is, give yourself that little bump because trust me. You will it's, really, really appreciate it. It's the chef's kiss, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> especially if like you do any like traveling, especially now with all these bonkers, bonkers delays with the flights and stuff. We were out like past couple of weeks with this Southwest stuff. It was something like 95% of flights for yeah. Southwest were canceled. 
Have you ever been flat out stranded at an airport before? No, I don't travel enough for that. I was. I, I thanks to a hurricane, I got stranded, and I was. I had not much money to my name. I was a young bachelor at the time. Yeah, young and swinging. And I had pretty much doled out my money to last me in Vegas <laughs> to where I literally spent my last dollar on a book to read on the plane ride home. Wow, this whole this whole story is getting wild now. And let me tell you, I was so proud of myself. I'm like I'm like doing the Queen's wave. All right. I'm like, look at me, everyone. Look how smart I am. I win Vegas. And I walked up and they said, Sir, your flight is not only delayed, it's canceled because there's a hurricane ripping through the South. Oh gosh. And I, okay, cool. Well, when do I go home? This woman looked at me as if I had four heads. And what do you want me to do? Predict the future? I have no idea. I slept on the floor of the Las Vegas airport for a day. Oh, gee. Because I had nowhere else to go. Yeah. I, and to tell you like how long ago this was, I had like a little portable DVD player. Yeah. I watched Star Wars movies like nine times just laying on the floor. Because that's the only DVD I had because I only needed it for one flight out, I thought. Right. You planned everything to a T. Except for Mother Nature. So when I see people... and. That, Look, I did that as a single gentleman. Okay, fine. I get it. I can sleep on the floor by myself. But can, I, can you imagine like these people with kids and stuff oh, like dude, that? No. And the price of hotel rooms and like the airline sometimes will help you out with some of that stuff. But okay, they're like, here's a $60 stipend. Well, cool. Good luck for me finding a hotel room for six of my family members here. <laughs> right. And not to mention, I'm still stuck in God knows where trying to get to wherever. Flying seems absolutely miserable now. Right now it does. Like the, the amount of anxiety I would have going I always have anxiety going on flights anyway. Not because I'm not afraid of the plane crashing. I'm just like getting through baggage check. You know, what if I lose my ID between I just weird stuff that no one else would ever worry about. It is never ever been this I, I won't say never ever but right after 9-11 it was a nightmare i bet for obvious reasons but before covid i mean it was really smooth and then after with during covid and everything i get it it was a mess everywhere right but right now there's something else and i don't know what it is and if somebody knows please text in and straighten me out i don't know what it is and i know that there was like winter storms and everything but we've had winter storms before yeah like why is it this discombobulated yeah. for everyone. And I realize, like, we're lucky being up here in the Midwest. We know how to handle right. bad storms. Like, our airports, are those people are equipped to get it de-iced and boom, and off you go. That's always kind of terrifying, too. But it's an absolute mess wherever it is right now. Where I mean, you're talking delays for days. I had a friend who was traveling from Maine. He lives in Maine. He was going to Florida. And he would he got caught up in that Southwest mess, mm-hmm. and so he was like, "We just rented a car and drove fourteen hours." But how much does that cost? I, who knows? And then you and but still, but I would rather I would rather drive for fourteen hours and spend fourteen hours sitting in an airport. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. And the problem is, then you get like these vouchers that you have to use. And like my parents have had a numerous vouchers go bad, and the fact that, like something comes up and they get delayed or whatnot, and. And you got to read like the fine print on some of those because they'll say like you've got to book it, but then use it by a certain time. It's a nightmare. And so it used to be very simple. Like, hey, if I have something like that evening, I'd fly in that morning. Now, when I'm planning a trip, because we're thinking about going somewhere as uh, we're we're thinking about going out of the country in March. 
You are? Yeah. This is news to me. I'll, I'll, I'll loop you can, in. Can you CC me on these emails that you're sending Your out? Your wife's coming. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what, are you going to Mexico? <laughs> you taking her home? <laughs> but uh, we're, I'm like, okay, well, we're going to have to fly out the day before we have any sort of plans. And the day after, I have to build in some time as well. Like, what if you're in a... The one that freaks me out is a cruise, where you have to be on that boat at that time. If not... They leave without you. That boat ain't sticking around. No. <laughs> it was just, ooh. Hey, uh, but if you did some traveling this this Christmas season, God love you. Let's hey, let's do this. It's the start of a new year. Mm-hmm. Maybe they fix it in twenty twenty three. I think whatever so. the problem is, hopefully they get her fixed in twenty. We got the, we got a fresh start. Well, God knows there's enough money in airlines. You know yeah. they should be able to get it figured out. But uh, how was your New Year's, man? We didn't even really talk. We talked like Christmas and then up until the New Year's. I assumed you were hanging out with your new friend, Sean, and didn't want anything to do with me. So I was just... I did some stuff with them. This, yeah, it was nice seeing them. Uh, of course you did. But New Year's Eve was football. I watched football all day. Ohio State broke my heart. Uh, tough game, but that's fine. I- I'll be 100% honest with you. Like, Ohio State missed the kick when it turned like midnight on the East Coast. Like, people were like timing it up and everything. Yay! Yeah, I- I'll be real with you. Yeah. There is not a more overrated holiday than New Year's. Okay, but, but why Why do you think it's overrated? Well, first of all, uh, and this is just a personal opinion. A, right, I, I'm, I'm, I just want to hear. I don't drink, so that's a it's huge... It's a big part of it. Right, it's, uh, like I also don't get the big deal about St. Patrick's Day, too. Trust me, I drink enough for both of us on New Year's. So to me, you know, I, I, I get it, it's a new year, it's a new thing and all that stuff, but to me, I just, I, I don't, like, all the people who do the parties and all that stuff, good for you, God love you. But I, I dreaded it, especially when I was a bouncer, because that was just oh, a, I hated new, I hated working New Year. We always called it, you know, uh, what was it, um, uh, Rookie's Night or something right. like that. You know? Amateur Night. Yeah, Amateur Night. Uh, people just going out there and acting a fool. Dude, I had a ball on New Year's, though. Had all my family over. I invited you over. You spit in my family's face. I did. And uh, did a brisket. Would you have wanted me at your house watching Ohio no, State? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Nobody would have. <laughs> That's the thing. You know? Why did you invite him? Yeah. Why is he screaming at me? He's been laying on the couch upstairs since the game's been over. Why is that middle guy's middle name an F word? <laughs> no, I did a I did a fourteen pound brisket. Mm. I put it on Friday night to eat it Saturday. Night. You showed me numerous. I have seen more pictures of hot meat from you than I have seen of your children. <laughs> Because that's what men do. You text each other, like, hey, I'm about to throw this that's on the real boy. That's true. And I've never done a full-size brisket before. That thing turned out choice. How expensive was that, if I may ask? It was like 60 bucks. Well, that's not bad. But, but I fed everybody with it. Like, I had, I don't know, 10 people at my house, and it fed everyone. See, we did a prime rib, but we only did like a two-pound prime rib because it's so expensive right now. Right. I'll tell you, okay, last hot meat talk, all right? Please. This is the last hot meat talk. Don't tease me. I did a beef tenderloin for Christmas, something I've never done before. Amazing. That that was the most amazing piece of meat I think I've ever had in my life. Go ahead and save that audio clip. And I've had a lot of meat. <laughs> Come on, man. It's 2023. Clean it up. Now, I know we have a ton of farmers in the poultry that listen. Yeah. Can someone please explain to me? What the hell's going on with eggs? Why are they so expensive? They're insanely expensive right now. Well, here's my thought on eggs. Like, if you egged someone's house, you'd have to take out a loan right I, now. I think eggs were so cheap for so long. Guess what, brother? It swung the other direction. And maybe right. there's a very valid reason for I it. Would, I would almost guarantee there is. I bet there's something. But also, maybe farmers are like, hey, we're, we're, we're dang near giving these eggs away. Maybe we bumped the price up a little bit. I saw someone who had like a, when I went to the store, it was like two 18 packs of eggs 
And it was something like $11 for Ooh, it. Wee. I mean, they are really expensive right now. Like deviled eggs, God knows how that could even be a delicacy right now, it being so pricey. I don't know. I was just wondering if somebody did know. Because they're out there, and they are crazy expensive. Nick Barth just texted in, chickens lay slower in the winter. But do they always get this expensive every year, and I just never noticed? Maybe. Maybe because you knew it was going back down. Now everything is so expensive. And that's maybe it, because everything... Like, I saw like a head of lettuce yesterday. It was like five bucks. I was like, I don't even want to eat healthy that much. (laughs) (laughs) Why start buying it now? I was like, cool, I can just save that $5 I throw out every week when I just throw out. (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted you. That's fine. Uh, they went up because of the blizzard the other week because trucks couldn't get around. But the, weren't they, they were expensive going back a couple of weeks. Yeah. Are these chickens flying southwest and they can't get to where they're going? You know, here's the thing, Wood. Bird flu. Maybe that's it. That that definitely had an impact. Remember Jen Leverins was like, how many millions of chickens had to be put down? But now, a couple years ago, it was really bad with turkeys. Yeah. And I know we're we're delving into a topic that always makes us look stupid. Yeah, one of many. But but I I don't know. I was just I was I had to ask. I, that's why I love doing this show because I can ask stupid questions and smart people out there. It's twenty three dollars for a five dozen carton. That's a lot of eggs. I heard uh, Tyler. I heard it was the avian bird flu. That would make sense from this summer. Okay, that would make sense because that was millions of birds that died. Jeez, that would be crazy. So I always am like, you know what? If I know it's going to a farmer, I'm cool with paying it. You know. They, they got to eat, you know? Uh, Pam texts in, gents, you're not that kind of show. No, we're not. We're not. And I shouldn't have said that, but it's hard. It, look, we're coming back mm-hmm. from a, you know, a long break. Our rhythm is clearly a little bit off. I'm interrupting wood every couple of seconds. Tyler texts in, a head of lettuce is $10 at my local grocery store right now. Holy. Dude, that's bonkers. Yeah. You know, I'm skipping the salad. I would never, ever pay that. I know much. we're all trying to do the eat healthy thing here at the start of the year, but. I, I, boy, I got to be honest. I came off the rails over this past holiday break. I was like, you know what? I've had one hell of a year. I'm going to eat what I want. And I did. I ate so many sugar cookies. There was a point where I picked up a sugar cookie and I just said, <laughs> I, I don't even want this. I'll tell you what. I, I drank so much that on, because I knew I had Tuesday off. On Monday, I was like, I'm going to have a glass of wine because I can. I, I was like, I, I can't. I, I can't put any more in me. I was like, just tapped out. I was like, if I'm getting sick of drinking, you know I hit her pretty heavy over the holidays. Uh, Ashley texts in, a lot of barns are sitting empty because of the bird flu. All right, so that's what it must be. Okay. Now we know. And thank you for letting us know. Everybody. And I'm not saying like anyone's screwing us or anything no. like that. I know there's always a reason to these kind of ebbs and flows. I just don't. I don't want to say care, but I just don't. I'm not plugged into the bird world. (laughs) I've been kicked out so many times. I'm not allowed back into the bird world. Uh, uh, Should we do some history, man? Come on, man. I'm sorry. Whoa. What is that one? Uh, This isn't normal. That's Christmassy, too. Somebody overwrote your uh, stuff while we were going home. See? You leave for a week and they screw you. Yeah. I don't like that sound fact either. That's way too Christmassy. It was. I'll never use that again. Yeah, we got to get rid of that. deleting it right now. Uh, It was on this day, all the way back in 1999, Jesse Ventura gave his first speech as the governor of Minnesota. They told me we want to hear from your heart and we want to hear from your soul. So that's what you're going to get today. I'm not changing. I don't even know if he was a good governor. (laughs) Me either. I don't remember. It was 1999. I didn't care about politics at the time. I will say, though, I am okay with electing people that aren't career politicians i am okay with it too i don't know if we need to go with the professional wrestler route but you know how was this imitation not good (laughs) not good i've always wanted to do a good jesse ventura sounds like you got glue in your mouth you have to have like a strong midwestern accent yeah 
Well, it's, yeah. it's getting a little better as I keep trying. No, it's not. Uh, it was on this day all the way back in 1863. James Plimpton of New York patented the four-wheel roller skate. Well, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. I think the what the hell song is this? I don't know. It's popular, though. Is it like a current song? No. I don't know when it, I don't know when it's from. Oh God! <laughs> no, that song's awful. I, it is awful, but it's like popular though. It has like millions and millions of YouTube views. Well, I that just, shows you nothing though. I looked up roller skates. Okay, it was on. The, all right, I'll stop doing. What it. about to the you know? It's getting old. If, uh, roller skates are coming back in. Yeah, remember those old metal ones that people like strapped to their shoes? Sh- yeah, like in the fifties, when your mom and dad wouldn't go and spring for the actual roller skates. Like, was that even fun? No, as someone who had them, <laughs> you had metal roller skates. No, I had the plastic. ones. I was ones. like, dude, you're younger than me. How the hell did you have metal roller skates? I had the plastic ones that you put on to play roller hockey with your friends. And trust me, <laughs> you were picked last if you rolled up in those. When my dad, my dad built his own uh, three car garage at our house in Minnesota, our, our Minneapolis, our garage was bigger than our house. It was more square footage than our house. But when he laid the cement slab for it, it was awesome because like all the kids from the neighborhood would bring their roller skates, and we would like roller skate around this gigantic cement slab. <laughs> Why is that bad? I don't know. How old were you? Eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, we were we were little kids, but okay. And I remember we had our break dancing music. Robots, this song, report. yeah. This song reminds me of roller skating around when my dad laid the cement slab for his garage. Check it out. Yeah, that's uh, you were the kids I threw rocks at, dude. Can you imagine? You're in North Minneapolis driving down the alley, and you see a bunch of kids roller skating, break dancing. <laughs> All right. Hey, pass me that rock. I'm going to throw it at that kid over there. <laughs> He's got it coming. Which one? With the one with the plastic skates on his feet. The one with the MC Hammer backpack. He's got a fresh rock coming, coming at him. in hot! <laughs> All right. And then finally, last bit of history today. I, this is 1969. Dolly Parton became a member of the Grand Old Opry. Mm. Now, I don't know what that means for you or whatever. I don't know what that does for you. I assume you don't have to pay admission, right? Like you can go see all the free concerts you want. I'd imagine. Like, what if that was just that's all it is? Backstage passes. And just like, ah, no, you don't have to pay anymore. You're right, you're in. You're in the club. Like if you're in the club, do you just show up and perform whenever you want? I mean, if Dolly Parton shows up, you can tell her no. <laughs> what a national treasure she is. No, sorry, we can't, you know. Josh Turner's got a set tonight. <laughs> no, well, that's Dolly Parton. She gets to do it. Uh, let's do a few birthdays real quick. Nothing really of too much note today. Mm. Uh, celebrating a birthday today. That's me in the corner. One of the most overrated groups of all time, I think, is Aria. Really? Oh, God. I, I Maybe two good songs. I don't. Shiny happy people in this one. I don't think I'd argue with you on that. I'm not a big R.E.M. guy. Plus, Michael Stipe seems weird. He, he does. Like, if he invited you over for, like, dinner... You know, they'd be eating, like, banana leaves or right. something. And then you'd have to hear about, you know... Yeah, like the ozone layer. Freeing Tibet and all this stuff. It's like, Michael, what? this kind of sucks. Do you have cable? No. Cable kills Earth. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You know, what? This is on me. Uh, what, how old is he, though? I think he's got to be, like, 59. Oh, you're actually way low. Michael Stipe is the ripe old age of 63 today. Okay. And country royalty, Patty Loveless. It's her birthday today. Y'all can kill me. I'm not into classic country. That's all right. I have no idea who this is. 
Patty Loveless, she's from like the, I don't know, I would say probably early 80s, late 70s, early 80s country. Did she marry anybody like, in country? Listen. Okay. Maybe I've heard this song before. She's good stuff. Okay, but uh, 87. Ah, you are way off, sir. Patty Loveless is the ripe old age of uh, 66. Oh, okay. 